Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. I mean, I couldn't give away my virginity even, like, at an auction. <laughs> it was so hard to get rid of that thing. Oh, my God. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where we wear our tidy whities on camera. <laughs> Full on in front of everyone. I think this is a callback to like season four, Aiden, when he got like hot and he was eating chicken and tidy whities. Okay, something's wrong, but we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Guys, my name's Amy Archer. I'm your host, and I'm here with the amazing, the lovely Leslie DJ. Bah, 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 Hi, Leslie. Hey, <laughs> I like doing that. <laughs> I have breaking news. Oh my God, tell me, tell me, tell me. You probably don't care about this nearly as much as I do. Okay. The Plathville trailer just dropped. Oh Ugh. my god, I just heard. Ugh. I haven't seen it yet, but I saw Jake post something like, oh mm. my god. Mm. So mm. what is happening? Mm. Tell me, because I only know from your recaps and stuff, not really from Guys, if you're watching. not watching Welcome to Plathville, I don't know how to help you. <laughs> it's so good. Um, so what it looks like in this trailer is, remember on social media... It all went down where um, Olivia was saying, well, in the at the end of the last season, Olivia on camera was telling the story about Kim using Ethan's credit cards. Mm -hmm. So Kim's the mom and Ethan's the kid. And they're part of the Quiverful movement, guys. Total cult. And Kim was using Ethan's credit cards and just, you know, exploiting her child. And Olivia, Ethan's wife, was like blowing the whistle on this. And so when that episode aired, all the Plath kids defended Mama Plath on Ooh. social media and iced out Ethan and Olivia. So, like, we see that all playing out now. Oh, interesting. Ethan and Olivia, from what I understand, are getting divorced. What? Are you serious? Which, you know, Mary Payne and I were big believers in their love. Very upset about this. I thought when you're in that mm -hmm. cult, you mate for life. I thought so, too. And then I see there's this weird scene with Mariah, like, going into the river. And I'm like, oh, my God, is she going full on Virginia Woolf? Like, what is happening here? <laughs> She's, like, talking real weird and walking into a river. Like, what else? What other conclusion would I jump to? God, now I got to watch this thing. Seriously? And then um, Barry, gross father, slender man, as Aaron and Mary Payne <laughs> used to call him, he is weightlifting with... Um, uh, the the second youngest, not Ethan, but Isaac. They're weightlifting, and he's going. I just love feeling the blood pump to something, and it gets larger. <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> yeah, isn't it like I forgot pumping iron or something like that with Arnold Schwarzenegger? He's like, I love to wait lift weights because it's like, <laughs> I don't know how to do his accent, and also I'm getting over a cold, <laughs> so I sound awful. <laughs> Guys, what you didn't hear was I got so excited about what was happening that I her hands were waving. My everywhere. hands were going crazy, and I hit my mic and we dropped off and we had to restart. Okay, anyway. 
Anyway, we are here now. We are here earlier. It is not really Friday, Mm-mm. but this will you will not hear this till Friday because thank you, thank you, thank you so much. The people at Max have given us screeners. Leslie will be away this weekend. We are able to record this early, but because of that, we don't have an episode title. Right. Yeah, because they don't drop, they don't tell us the episode title. And also, we don't have the advantage of having the podcast because I want to hear their yeah. explanation for certain yeah. things. And also, we I don't have the accessibility issue of my closed captioning, so can't guarantee anything's right. <laughs> okay. As we know. All right. So, Leslie, you are going to the Jersey Shore this weekend, correct? I know, but it's not for gin, tan, and laundry or anything. I'm doing no. laundry now. You know, I have GTL. a I, I was born with a tan. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't go to the gym. Yeah, I'm just going to like bum out on the boardwalk. Okay. All right. That sounds great. Yeah. I did not see the beach this year, and I, I feel really upset about that. Like, I need you to at least see it. I know. I need to see it every year. Yeah. I mean, I time this month i could book a little just down and back real quick oh yeah you should where would you go though what's a quick trip for you i'm only two hours from atlantic city from wild atlantic city heights like i'm i'm really close i'm three maybe three hours from cape may four from like ocean state maryland and rehoboth so any of those will work oh my god i i love atlantic city and it's like because I practically grew up there in the summer because my family, they were really into gambling. And so they would go. So, like, my cousins and I would, like, sleep. Like, this is probably going to get... I mean, the what is that called? Um, Will child services be called up? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Like, but I think the statute of limitation has passed on that. I'm sure. I'm sure. And especially if this happened in the 80s or 90s because a lot of shit In the down. 90s, yeah. yeah. We would just sit and sleep like in the lobby of the casino because you can't even like unless you're crossing to the casino as a child you gotta go like really quick you can't even like loiter or do anything like that because it's like illegal so we would just like be like dipping our little heads looking at you know the family gambling it was fun well we used to sleep in the back window of my dad's buick when we were driving to the beach so Aw, that's even that's less not, safe. That's not safe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, girl. So let's jump into this. We're gonna try a different structure. We keep tweaking this until we get it right. This is Just gonna be these writers. By yes, the way. this is. <laughs> Did you see my notes for them? I said, "Here's what they need to do. They need to watch the entire season two of The Bear." Yes, I saw that. Okay. and they need to watch the last fifteen minutes. Of Happy Valley season three. Did you do you watch Happy Valley? No. What is that? Oh, it's a BBC crime oh, series. Okay. It's kind of like The Killing. It's kind of like Broadchurch. It's really, really good. A British, British, and oh my God. um, yeah, I'll check it out. And long story short, there's three seasons, and the story is about this female police officer whose daughter. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but. She's carrying a grudge around. Let's just put it that way. Okay. With this dude. And um, at the end of season three, and I'm not spoiling anything, they have a face-to-face. And it's something you've been waiting, you know, a year in the making for these two characters to have this face-to-face. The dialogue in that scene, the acting, is some of the best I've ever seen. Well, the Brits are pretty good at acting, you know. And I'm like, where are the writers from? Where's Michael Patrick King? <laughs> Can I send it to him? Can I clockwork orange him and force his eyes open and make him watch this? Um, He's still watching Pride and Prejudice with Colin Firth. That's what he's doing. By the way, um, some people have said they've agreed with my real hot takes for Michael Patrick King last episode. Really? Some have said not so much, you know, (laughs) but that's okay. I mean, that's we invite debate on this show. We like it. I try to be nice just because... I, I want the show to keep going. Like, is that wrong? I, I really don't know. Wa- I don't, I don't know, know why I, I want this to keep going forever until they're like in the nursing home. That's it's kind of like an Eagles fan. Like, you just spend your entire life thinking it's going to get better every year. And oh, then like one, being a Knicks fan, yeah. And one year gets really good, but you've already given up by that point. <laughs> I know. Like the Knicks were doing like really good last season, and I was like, oh yeah, but I, you know, yeah, who cares yeah. at this point? 
So we're going to go through character by character, and I want to save Carrie for last, because mm-hmm. that is the big to-do. So this is, and just like that, season two, episode nine, we don't know. We don't know. Aiden's tidy whities we're going to call it. <laughs> All right, so real quick, we're going to breeze through some of these side characters. Number one is Seema. Yeah. So Seema is showing Ravi a million apartments, and the one that she's showing him is $37,000 a month. That is insane. Okay. She's getting annoyed and he reveals he's been wanting to spend time with her and they bang. Later, we see that she brings this dude to dinner with Carrie and Aiden and Aiden completely nerds out over this guy in a movie that he directed. So what are you thinking about Miss Seema's new love interest here? You know, I don't, no, she's like kind of pushing him off so much that it's kind of like they're going to end up together because she's resisting it so much. She's like, oh, he's nobody. He's going to be a somebody because that's usually how it works in these things. Yeah. And then she was saying something like all these girls were sliding into his DMs that she could yeah. see. And I do think you're right when you said last week she's the new Samantha. I am really yeah. getting a Samantha vibe here. I mean, the only thing she didn't do was in the scene when... um when they kind of hook up in the apartment was that she didn't like fully grab onto him where Samantha would have been like, wow, you know, Seema oh, was kind of just standing there and then he kind of went for it. And then she kind of gave in Whereas Samantha would have been the first one to prop, you know, to pounce. That's true because Samantha would have said something like, like how it went down was Seema said, Oh, I thought you only directed action movies. And he's like, you want to see action. Whereas I feel like Samantha would have said, don't you direct action movies? And she would have went after him. Yeah. Right. She would have been mm-hmm. the the aggressor. Um, now we have Naya Wallace has nothing to do, nothing to do in this episode. She has but some babe. real, real loud sex mm-hmm. that, you know, is fine. But like, I didn't appreciate it when my girls and their boyfriends are right down the hall and giggling crazy when they can hear this. Okay. So here's the thing. Also, Samantha, the character, Samantha Jones, in this iteration of this universe, multiverse of Sex and the City, has been split up into like a million other characters because that dude, the Naya, was like banging. That's totally like Smith Jared. True, true. Yeah. I recently thought of that. I was like, Smith, Smith, that's Smith. Yeah. The really, the only story we get from Naya is that number one, she's banging so loud it's keeping Miranda awake. And number two, she sees on Andre Rashad's Instagram that his new partner is pregnant. Yeah. That's upsetting. Yeah, that made me a little sad for her, but I kind of expected that. Me too, but like we don't really know anything about her, so. Yeah, so it's like, is it really that hurtful? Yeah. Now, Miranda and Charlotte, I have them kind of lumped together because I thought, I really enjoyed their storyline. Me too. This episode. Um, normally we're all like Miranda's lost her mind, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we we we're not huge fans of of Brady. Right. But I was like the teaming of Miranda and Charlotte, I thought was pretty good here. It was really funny. I really liked the idea because they're such different parents. Because Charlotte is trying to be like the cool mom and give mm-hmm. them space and be open-minded, even though she's wound up so tightly, like, mm-hmm. you know, how she was brought up. And Miranda is more like the logical one, kind of like, no, let's do this. Let's be career-driven and things like that. So it was an interesting meshing of how they meddle into their kids' lives. It really is. Um, we, we first see Miranda when her and Brady are strolling down the road. And why I have written down Brody. Why am I calling him Brody? Because I'm mixing him up with Brody from Homeland. Because they're both redheads. Oh. <laughs> There's also Adrian Brody, who's an actor from mm. the OC, I think. Um, yeah. excuse me? No. Who's the, the OC guy? <laughs> it is not Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. <laughs> I don't know, but it was just Hold on, no, hold on. Early we odds was just, hold on. Full of AD, Aiden's, Adrian's, hold the whole thing. Adrian? I think it's Aiden. I think it's Aiden. Yeah, Adrian Brody is the really hot dude from The Pianist. Like, the actor with the little... Yeah, okay, okay. I love him with the little, like, hair, and he's super hot. 
So the other one is Aiden something from the OC. <laughs> okay. I was like, wait, Adrian Brody was in the OC. I need to watch this now. Is he sure? Oh my God, you imagine? That's so weird. <laughs> so he's like, she, Miranda's like kind of harping on Brady about college. Like, oh, you're working at Scout. You're making fries. You know, you're making double fries. And he's like, I knew this wasn't just a casual walk. Like, why are you terrorizing me? And she says, you know, you have to figure out your path. Like, this is really important and a really important time in your life. And he says, you didn't figure out your path until you were 56. Now, she is trying to force him to do some college program that yeah. it sounds like she's going to pay for. And he gets to go to Costa Rica and learn to surf. Leslie? And speak Spanish. Yeah. Leslie? I mean, what mother is this? This is not real. This is like these people are not real, clearly, because no self-respectful New Yorker would ever send their kid to Costa Rica if they don't want to, because they'll be pissed. They'll be like, I'm spending that money on you then. Yeah, and here's my question. Is Brady an idiot? No, he did math really fast, so clearly he's not. He did math really fast. Unlike some other people I know, like myself. Me. Um, <laughs> I can't math. So, all right. He's saying, you didn't figure out your path until you were 56. And that gives me blah, blah, blah. And he does the tabulation in his head and comes up with the number. She calls Charlotte and she's like, look, I need your help here. My only son is off making fries at Scout. I need Lily to come over and convince him to go to college. Okay, one question. Go ahead. When she said, I cannot have my only son, you know, serve fries and then end up, what, mastering the crinkle cut or something like that? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, I get where she's coming from because that was also, like, for my own family, even though we didn't come from, from means or anything. Like, oh, you don't want a job at McDonald's. Like, everybody always put that down, kind of like, mm -hmm. you don't want fast food job. But it's mm -hmm. like, someone has to do that fucking job. I know people who went to college and are now like working at McDonald's and making more money. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, it's not so bad, but I get it. But I think that some people might take a little offense to that. That's what I'm I agree. I agree. Like I can see that mentality. Like my mother was very invested in us going to college and that's because I'm a first generation college student. And it was very important for my parents who did not go to college that we went yeah, it has been a game changer in my family. I understand that, but Mar that's not the case with Miranda. Brady's not a first generation college student. She has a a law degree. Yeah, she went to Harvard, first yeah. ever class, according yeah. to last week. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I I don't know. I I'm just maybe because I've been in education and teaching. I'm a crazy lunatic. Like my kids are going to college. But I admit yeah. there is a huge privilege that affords me that. And I get it. And not everybody can. But I also remember when I was going to college, I did not want to go. Did not want to I go. I did not want to go. So I graduated early from high school. Oh, and, and it was, my mom was kind of like, great, start taking um, college courses. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. Like, I just want to like bum out for like a whole fucking year. Like, mm -hmm. have you ever heard of a gap year? Like, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll be just caught up just fine. And she was like, no, no, no. And insisting that I go to college. So I started taking courses and stuff. But I did not want to go to college. I even flirted with the idea of becoming a nun so that I could get out of going Whoa. to college. Whoa. That's how serious I was against school. And now I'm doing a PhD. So, like, what is oh. wrong with me? So you didn't take, you know, I grew up in a lower socioeconomic area. And our path out was to get pregnant. <laughs> so teenager, <laughs> that's what you did. So you didn't have to go to college. So you didn't choose that path. Like, no. like the rest of other people, yeah. I mean, um, I couldn't give away my virginity even, like, at an auction. <laughs> it was so hard to get rid of that thing. Oh, my God. Now, though, we're both obsessed with school. We can't stop going. We can't stop going. And I work in higher ed. It's mm -hmm, like, what mm -hmm. is wrong with me? I know. I can remember between classes when I was teaching, I would stand outside the doorway of other classes and just stand there and listen. Just Aww. listen to the lectures. Like, I just love learning. I don't know. I'm such a loser. No, All right. we're not losers. We're just smart, I guess. But Brady says, no way. Not for me. I'm enjoying my life at the Scout. 
So now we're over to Charlotte's and she's on the phone with um, Miranda and she's hanging up. And we learn that Harry is throwing a meet and greet for husband Wexler. I'm like Herbert, <laughs> but I call him husband. He is a big man. Yeah. Oh my God. Like he's, I thought John Corbett was tall. This dude is tall. He is just a very big man. I don't think we've seen them together yet. Because I want to see like the height. I know he dwarfs LTW. Yeah. So Harry's thrown this party and Charlotte's coming home late. And he's like, why is, why is Mark, uh, what's his name? Mark Kasabian. Why is Mark, Mark Kasabian asking somebody else's wife to stay at work and do their thing? Like, what is this? Are we calling Charlotte somebody else's wife now? I know. Why did he say my wife? But also, I was a little confused because I know that the actor, Victor, he's actually gay in real life. So I thought Mm -hmm. that he was gay on the show. So I was like, wait, Mm -hmm. what? He's not a threat. And then I'm like, oh, he's playing straight. Apparently, any straight man is a threat to, to Harry. Whatever. This is so weird. Harry and Charlotte, I wrote later, like, I think they're in 1956. I don't know what's happening here. She's finally going back to work and the husband doesn't know how to manage. Yeah. Whatever. So because of Naya's crazy sex, Miranda has to go shower at her house and she catches a nearly naked Lily walking out of Brady's room in the morning. Yeah. And she calls Charlotte and Charlotte is horrified. Charlotte is one step away from saying, I don't want Lily with Brady. <laughs> Yeah. She kind of does the Brady's not really her type. Yeah. We all know what Charlotte's thinking. We all know. Yeah. So now Charlotte and Miranda spend kind of the rest of the episode trying to figure out what happened. Did Lily and Brady hook up? Did they not? And Charlotte says, Charlotte's having a conversation with Harry about it. And she's like, if they get married, Miranda's going to be Lily's mother-in-law and she could be a nightmare. (laughs) oh my god that whole moment that scene was Mm -hmm. amazing i hats off to the writers for that one because her whole she went through every scenario possible and it was hilarious she did and she ended on like oh but if they have babies they'll be like red-headed jewish um chinese babies yeah she called them Yeah, yeah yeah they would make adorable children yeah. But anyway, so they're doing this and now we're at the party and Harry starts freaking out that Marcus Sabian is there. Why is he here? Why is he here? He's clearly after you, Charlotte. He clear like it's so stupid. Give Harry let him put that wig back on from a few episodes <laughs> ago and and go snooping around or something. Give him an assignment. Let him be yeah. like a little encyclopedia brown. I don't know what to say here. I mean, I think they're trying to, like, write some sort of conflict about her going back to work, but I feel like they're so solid. I don't want them to get, like, broken up or anything. I could see them possibly doing a storyline where Harry's, like, all shit is, you know, falling apart. But, like, the storyline for him to be jealous is just dumb, in my opinion. Yeah, it's it's stupid. I don't know. So, um, they end up eventually, Miranda and Charlotte, kind of deciding, like, and this is the Amy Archer approach to parenting teenagers. I don't really want to know anymore. I don't yeah. want to know. And Charlotte says to Miranda, I've had a lot of sex my mother didn't know about. And I just am done. I'm done. And yeah. I'm in agreement. I'm in agreement. I know a lot of moms who have kids my age and they're checking their texts and they're checking their social media. Nope. 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 Don't want to know. Dude, if my mom had access to social, if that existed when I was growing up, my life would be a fucking nightmare because she would be going through all my shit. Like my computer time was monitored. Like I had to sit, the only computer that had internet, well, the only computer at all (laughs) was in the living room and you had to use the the dial up. And so mom was watching me download from Napster all day long, you know? (laughs) And then you get like the song, like a Britney Spears song. And it's like, oh, it'll finish downloading in 85 hours. And you're like, oh my God, just one more minute, mom. And then she'll like, pick up the phone and knock you off. Yep. Guys, life yep. was hard in the 90s. Really life hard. was tough. I remember we had the family computer and mom and dad would be like in the kitchen or in the living room doing something. And I would be over there in my AOL chat rooms. Yeah. Chatting would, it up about soap operas because that's kind of loser the I was. Library. I was such a loser. Oh my mm. god, guys. So I would go to the library. Like, oh, I missed that library. I wish it would reopen the one in Washington Heights. 
just so I could go on the internet and I would get like a couple of dimes so that I could print out pictures of Dawson's <laughs> Creek posters. <laughs> what is wrong with me? And then I started writing Dawson's Creek fanfic. Oh my God. It oh was my just, God. It was like you a know, whole thing. I thought about that the other day. I'm like, I should start writing Sex in the City fanfic. Like, let's just get done with this. You know, we could actually do that. And like, you know how the person that did the Fifty Shades of Grey pretty much copied Twilight, Twilight. but kind of mm-hmm. dirty it up? We could kind of do something like that too. Yeah, and I'm rewriting Aiden into nice pair of boxer briefs, which is way more appropriate for a man his age. <laughs> I know that that looks like for kids. I don't know. I don't like those. Again. I can't get that image out of my mind. It's seared in there. That was the first thing Amy like messaged me. She was like, oh my God, I just watched the episode. And I was like, don't spoil it, don't spoil it. And she goes, tiny whities, that's it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. So now we have LTW. She can't, comes home from work and she falls asleep at her desk. And Herbert is fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. He accuses her. There's a lot of misogyny in this episode. Yep. He's accusing her of falling asleep um, because she's being passive aggressive. I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about. These two irritate the shit out of me. And They're she nice says, to look at, but I'm kind of bored with them. I'm so bored with them. She says PBS is interested in making the docu- her documentary into a series. Of course they are. Mm-hmm. And she says, I stayed up all night to help you at your guest list at the party. And he says, you're falling asleep, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so then we go to the party that I mentioned before. And turns out LTW is very late to the party because she was putting her shoes on. She was sitting on what I like to call the skate away mushroom in the middle of her closet. <laughs> it's like a little and, ottoman. Yes. And she falls dead asleep. Now that's some narcolepsy shit. I don't yeah. know about you, but. <laughs> I would give anything for a moment of that. I do not sleep at all. Well, like who falls asleep on the skate away mushroom? Like this is so weird. So then she finally gets to the party and he is bickering with her the entire time. Harry's out there giving a great introduction for him. And he's like, he can't stop man, like being a man and just fighting with his wife. And then she says, guess what? I'm pregnant. Now we need to talk about this. Yeah, I have questions. I have so many questions. Number one, are we going? Sorry, it's windy here. My door slammed. Are we going to Caroline Ingalls this shit? And is she really going through menopause? (laughs) <laughs> i'm serious because there's no okay so She's supposed to be in her 50s right the actress is 53 mm-hmm. we never clocked an age on her right is she really 12 to 13 years younger than charlotte no no they were contemporaries i think they're contemporaries from what i understand right yeah i mean they do have a kid that's younger yeah, really young. Well, not that young. I not mean, it's that like an elementary school kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she has to be in her 50s. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to be real generous and say 49, maybe. Is she pregnant or is this a little house? Are they stealing from Michael Landon? Oh, I don't know. But that would be kind of... I don't know if that's mean because we didn't we have that already happen? Or I mean, I've seen it play out in other shows. Yeah, that's so. one of the biggest storylines on Little House on the Prairie. Caroline and Laura think they're pregnant at the same time. Laura's pregnant with little Rose Wilder. Caroline is going through the change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So there's all that. Oh, well, we'll see. We'll I don't, see. I don't really understand how that fits their storyline. Like, where is this going? Is that going to force him to stop being a comptroller or running for office? And what does that due to her career because then she has to decide career motherhood again you know it's gonna be a little weird it's so stupid like a way that they could have integrated ltw into this whole storyline was to have ltw's sex obsessed son be hooking up with lily (laughs) like why did we have brady hooking up with like miranda's already got enough going on is my point if you want to integrate one of these new characters in a real way why wouldn't you do something like that? I didn't even think of that. It's it's just weird to me. It's weird. Especially because they're close friends. You would think yes. that they would have hung yes. out or something. Yes. So now we see Che Diaz, who somehow has miraculously become one of the least irritating characters 
in the show. I mean, they did take the notes that we gave them, the audience. <laughs> <laughs> so Che is working at the vet's office, and I have a. I want to talk to you about something. Mm-hmm. How did Che go from getting their own sitcom, their own Netflix uh-huh. uh, series, d- popular enough to demand a cameo presence that they could barely <laughs> keep up with? Yeah. And now they can't even pay rent and they're just working at a vet's office. Yeah, that's not good. What's going on? Yeah, whoever did her their contract was not on their team because <laughs> clearly that did not work out. I just don't... This fall from grace has been real big and real dramatic. Yeah. And, and really it's quick. not like... Yeah, it's not like Jay was canceled. Like, can't exactly. Jay pick up a set at the Comedy Cellar? Like, you can't do anything? I mean, it would make more sense if Che was, like, working at, like, a comedy club and watching real comics on stage and being like, damn, that was my career and just busting tables. <laughs> that makes sense, but I don't know. So some person, I, I don't want to gender this person because I don't know. Their right. name is Toby. They did not use pronouns, so I'm not sure, you know, where we lie with that. So I'll just say this person, Toby, comes in and Che lies and says they're working on a comedy show right now. And the person's like flirting. Toby's like flirting with Che. And Toby has shown up with a box of fucking kittens. Mm-hmm. That is, if you want to lure me into a rape fan, this is how you <laughs> You oh, put the God. Of kittens in the end and maybe a slice of cake next to it. And I'm in there. I'm oh, in my there. God. I mean, these kittens, Leslie. They're so cute. I'm a bird person, but I do. Cats love me. They're always like, bodega cats are always like, you know, mm-hmm. trying to crawl mm-hmm. up on me. Mm-hmm. No. Leslie, the kitten that was at Carrie's house. Oh, my God. Uh, it looked like little Sterling Archer. I just Yes. So Che has this box of kittens now and they take it over to Carrie's. We see Carrie for a little bit. Che's trying to pawn the kitten off on Carrie. Carrie's like, I'm not taking the fucking kitten. I'm done with this. I'm leaving. Okay. So now let's go to Anthony real quick. I have a question with uh, the thing with Che. So was Che supposed to be, we learned earlier this season that Che is like 40 something, like early 40s. But this Toby person seems like kind of young like maybe 30 yeah toby seems maybe maybe younger yeah so that's i'm like ooh, okay toby was real cute real cute i Mm -hmm. love it shaved head yeah not many people could pull that off not many people did yes you can pull this person is so cute that they could pull off a shaved head yeah yes who is so jay you better get in there you better get in there this is actor Yes. So now we have this other uh, story with Anthony and Giuseppe and they're walking home from their fifth dinner and Giuseppe is trying to like, they're talking about talking Italian. They're joking back and forth. Giuseppe calls Anthony Tony and you know, you can tell Anthony's like totally freaked out by this dude. Yeah. And uh, Giuseppe asks him like, how many meals do we have to have before you invite me upstairs? Like, I'm starting to think you're not gay. We're on meal number five. <laughs> And Anthony's like, I'm shy. And then he starts saying like, well, I'm still married. And Giuseppe's like, this is all bullshit. So now at at the party that we keep talking about, Anthony tells Carrie that he's breaking up with Giuseppe because he wants a green card. And then we get a 90 Day Fiance mention. Did you lose your shit when you heard that? Well done. Well done, Michael Patrick King. Oh my God. I was like, ah! Mm -hmm. He's smart. He knows what he's doing, this motherfucker. He's trying to get all the mentions, all the social mentions. Mm-hmm. He's tying his little uh, string to Matt Sharp and trying to ride his coattail into the lexicon. It's like season 35. I saw that in season 33. Yeah. yeah. So he confronts Giuseppe and Giuseppe says, guess what, dude? I'm a dual citizen. My mother was born in Buffalo. And then they sneak off to bang and like we get some some nudity there. We get some some banging. So that was good. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, now let's turn to our main event, Carrie, or as I call them, Caden. Caden. Mm-hmm. Hey, Carrie's lying in bed, guys, and Aiden returns. And what does he say, Leslie, when he comes in? Do you remember? I have no idea. Okay. Channel your own Uncle Joey from okay. Full House. He says, Cello. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> That's what I think he said anyway, because I didn't have closed captioning. So it was either Jello. Jello, probably. Or Cello. Cello. Yeah. That sounds like Aiden. Yeah. Yeah. Do I have, what is that that term when we all remember something wrong? You know what I mean? Like they'll be like, oh, there was really no. Um, Shazam or Kazam movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mandela effect. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Do we have this around Aiden? I think he so. was great. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this episode reminded me of how cheesy he was. In yes. the the first round in season three. In season four, he hardened up a little bit because I think they changed him a little bit because he was competing with Big. So maybe now okay. he's back to the original goofy, silly dad jokes. He he's always been like a dad, just never had kids until now. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. It's uh I don't know how Sarah Jessica Parker's keeping a straight face at this point. I don't know what's happening. I love John Corbett though. I do too. I love him. And I like Aiden. That's why I'm like, is this the Mandela effect? Did we all think he was cool? I don't know what's going on. I don't know. So he reveal he reveals he's been chatting up the doorman. And Carrie says, you know, we can't talk to the doorman. What are you doing? Like, we're going to get kicked out. We're supposed to be laying low. And he's like, I don't lay low. And I'm a big uh, tipper. Uh, I don't know if he's having a stroke on, on camera. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> So now we learn Carrie's been to the farm. She's met the kids, including Wyatt, a 14-year-old who hates Carrie. The middle child. So stereotype, yeah. He is not, Wyatt is not here for this. Um, Aiden FaceTimes Wyatt, stuffs him on the phone with Carrie there, and Wyatt is like rolling his eyes and is like, I'm not here for this. Were you disappointed that they didn't show them meeting the kids because I know that some people on other podcasts were talking about they had to show a scene of of her interacting with the kids and I was like I don't want to go to the fucking farm I don't know all I know is um they're rushing time here oh yeah they are which makes me and I I will get to it I want to address what I talked about last episode which was my theory for the end of the show Mm-hmm. I said when I posited that theory that I did not trust the writers to do the right thing and they are showing me that they're not doing the right thing. So, <laughs> Okay. So they get a letter. They need to be evicted. Aiden comes flying out of the bedroom. He is in 1981 tidy whities that like old men wear. Mm-hmm. What is happening here? Or toddlers or something. Yes. I don't know. What is this? I don't know what is going on. Oh, Amy, sorry. It's comedy. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right, okay. You can tell we're we're mm-hmm. laughing hysterically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Carrie says, you know, we're homeless now and maybe we could go to my place. And he's like, nope, nope, not doing it. And then I thought for one split second, I'm like, is Carrie's place a metaphor for like the truth that they are dancing around, which is that they don't belong together, that... You know, like they can't relive the past is is her space, the physical representation of that. And they literally can't go there. But then I'm like, wait, wait, what am I talking about? This is a high school creative writing class right in this. Shit. They, they didn't think that through. But um, I don't want her to get rid of the apartment. Like, I get it. But like, that is Carrie. But then again, like in the last season of the original series, you know, when 
she was trying to move um, with the Russian and Miranda was like, you're, you're New York. And she's like, I'm not New- like, this is not me. This is just where I live or something. So maybe it's kind of that. But New York to Paris makes more sense. Yeah. After dinner together, Carrie tells Seema that she wants to put her place on the market for real this time. And Seema's like, well, the best place just came available, but it's really big. And Carrie's like, yeah, I need big, meaning I need more room, meaning I, I'm thinking about Aiden and his three sons now. Right. And I was, were you expecting that Aiden was going to like poo-poo that whole thing? Like, why are you doing that? Yes. You, that's what I Yes. Thought. Yes. So later she and the girls go to see the apartment. Now I want your take on this because I'm not familiar with New York to this mm-hmm. extent or their real estate. This is a four bedroom, three bath, two story near Gramercy Park. Can you give me a ballpark estimate on this? Oh, this is like in the millions. Definitely over $10 million, I think. That's what I was thinking. It's probably like yeah. a $10 million apartment. Yeah. It looks gorgeous, though. Did That's Big a good have area. that much money? Yeah, I I think so. Because their apartment was pretty a pretty penny. One uh, in the movie, it was pretty expensive. That's true. So she sold that one, and she's selling hers. Yeah. And her apartment probably appreciated a lot. And also, if... Big left Natasha $1 million. Imagine how much she left Carrie. Yeah, he left Natasha $1 million as like a sympathy gift. Like here. Yeah. Yeah. So she tells the girls she's selling her apartment. She doesn't know why she's holding on to it. I totally expected Miranda to shit all over this because we all know she does on everything. She says, the man I love won't even step foot in it. And she says, you know, I've even met Kathy, Aiden's ex, who calls her. And requests a lunch with her. Now, two things here. The woman who plays Aiden's ex has been on the show before. Did you recognize her? No. In which capacity? Okay, so in season six, she was on an episode called Hop, Skip in a Week. And apparently she worked at Miranda's law firm and was with a gaggle of women who didn't think that Miranda could juggle motherhood and lawyering. Oh my God, yes. And her name was Fern. (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Mm -hmm. she's also married to burger in real life holy shit that's awesome yeah her name is rosemary dewitt um so let's back up though before we get to that lunch so so carrie's loving the place blah 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 now we see at the cocktail party um mark kasabian is trying to pick up carrie and he's talking about his divorces and he's like are you married she's like no he's like Oh, was your divorce as shitty as my second one about to be my third? Blah, blah, blah. And Carrie says, mm-hmm. no, it was a wonderful marriage to a wonderful man that ended too soon. So there you go, guys. There's the redemption arc of Carrie's mm-hmm. impression of Big. You were saying that last week, though. Mm-hmm. What I was saying, no, no. She was what, freshly dicked down. That's what it was. Yes. And what I said last week is... She had a dark thought. She voiced yeah. it to her best friend, but I don't think she meant it. No, she didn't mean that. And we don't Big see was that her life. Yes. Big was her 30s, her 40s, her 50s, mm-hmm. up until he died. Big yes. was her world. Yeah. And I was glad to hear her say that. Yeah. Like it was a wonderful marriage to a wonderful man. That was good. That eh, was, good. was he wonderful though? Yeah. Well, Strung her along for like 30 whatever. years. So Carrie now heads to meet Aiden's ex and she asks Carrie to not write about her boys and also tells her not to hurt Aiden. Then we see Carrie and Aiden going to look at the new apartment. And like you said, I was stunned. He loved it. Yeah. And she tells him she's getting rid of her old place. And he says, that's okay, but it has to be your decision. You know, Gramercy Gramercy Park is very different than your old neighborhood. And Carrie tells him about what Kathy says. And she's like, I want to know your thoughts on Kathy telling me not to hurt you. And he says, this is now and not then. And this is a different time and it's a different place. And of course, I'll you'll hurt me. And of course, I'll hurt you. And we'll scuff it up and we'll mix it up and we'll make we'll make we'll work it out and make up because life is short and we deserve to be happy. And Carrie says, I want to be with you and everything that goes with it. I will not turn away from you. And then they kiss. Now, what are your thoughts about this scene? I mean, is she ready, though? I always feel like Carrie's always going to bail on Aiden. I just have that bad feeling. Like, is the third time really the charm? Don't you feel like, again, 
I feel like this would have been, if the writers were going to go the direction I was talking about, this would have been the time, I think, when Aiden would have been like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, we're moving a Pump little fast here. Yeah. yeah. Don't like, I think, place. you know, I think you still have to deal with your grief and blah, blah, blah. But, like, I feel like the writers are just like, we're going to put a fucking bow on this and we are just barreling to the end. Yeah. Like, there's no nuance. There's no introspection. Like, Carrie's just like, yes, I love you. Yes, 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 yes. Like, just going forward. It's weird. Yeah, because we don't have the voiceover. And I think that the other we show relies so much on that. Mm-hmm. that it, it feels a little disjointed when you see this play out because you're like you don't know what Carrie's thinking when before we always knew what she was thinking that's a really good point like we would hear her writing yeah yes yes good point at the end of the episode Carrie runs into Lisette Lisette is that her name yeah that's my sister's yeah. name that's why I like her oh right right <laughs> and Lisette is upset because the gays she's been subletting from are kicking her out and she's essentially being evicted. Now, what did you think was going to happen here? Well, immediately I was like, oh, so Carrie's not going to let go of her apartment. She's going to sublet it to her. Yes. So if anything goes wrong, she yes. comes back home. Yes. But she didn't do that. Like, she just let Lisette be upset and get in the cab and leave. She didn't say, like, well, my apartment's becoming available if you want to buy it or if you want to sublet it, we could work something. It was an odd choice to just have yeah. Carrie let Lisette sit in it for a while <laughs> she's like whatever so she calls Seema and she says guess what I'm going to take the place done taking the apartment yeah now we have probably the worst and just like that we've ever had at the end of this and just like that I went up the stairs to my old apartment without looking back Leslie what does that even mean? I don't know. If you're going somewhere and you're not looking back, that means you're committed to where you're going. Exactly. So she's committing she's to her old apartment her old again? Apart- yeah, that's what I didn't understand that either. I was like, okay, I think what they're trying to say is like, I'm committing to this decision that I'm getting rid of this place. This is my old apartment. But yeah. it sounded like she's saying like, and I'm never looking back because this is my place and I'm staying here forever. It it could have been a variety of things. It should have been like, and just like that, I went up the stairs to my old apartment for the last time. Or I went up the stairs to my old life to begin anew. Or, you know, anything. Anything. No, or she could have said like, and just like that, I was ready to move on. Or whatever. Or, and just like that, I found my new tenant. Yeah. Anything. Or... Saying goodbye to my old place and seeing a new one to be with Aiden and not break his heart the third time like everybody thinks I will. So let's talk about the episode as a whole. So I didn't hate it. Like I found myself pretty interested in it. I really liked it. I thought Mm -hmm. that it was interesting. I liked the Miranda and Charlotte kind of, you know, trying to be cool moms and trying to figure being detectives. Like I really liked that storyline. Me too. And just like Charlotte, like having a little meltdown, just on like, well, maybe they'll get married or maybe this. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, but then she's going to love Miranda more than me. And I was like, I love this because this is mm-hmm. so Charlotte. So I, like I love the two of them when they were in the kitchen mm-hmm. and they were like watching. And because my best friend and I have done this a million times, you're like watching somebody dictating everything. And that's like, okay, let's switch. <laughs> and you turn. Oh, that's so That funny. was great. That was great. Um, anything you're not digging? Well, I feel bad for Miranda with the whole Naya thing because it's like the only bathroom is in her bedroom and she's banging this Smith Jared knockoff. She that needs sucks. Miranda needs to A, get her own apartment or B, move into Carrie's. <gasps> Carrie's or old Ch- apartment. Or Che could move in there too. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. So, I mean, so many people are, like, homeless on this season. Miranda could totally buy Carrie's old apartment. She could totally do that. Mm-hmm. And let Steve have his fucking brownstone. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. I, I mean, we're done. <laughs> this is how I end shows now. We're done. We're done. Goodbye. We're done. Bye. 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 <laughs> um. I want to thank you for watching this with me. Yeah. And again, guys, stay subscribed. We have. I think we have three more left. I think it's only 11 episodes. Is this nine? Ten? So two more. Two more. Okay. I thought it was 12. It's 11? 11. Okay. So stay tuned. On Friday, you'll get your next one. We'll be, re- we'll be ready. We'll be ready. And oh don't God. say we didn't warn you about that tidy whitey scene. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to tell everybody. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Um, Leslie, tell everybody where they can find you um, on socials, please. Um, you can find me at Sinister Girls. I'm there. You know, whatever. <laughs> Follow if you want. I don't know. <laughs> whatever. I'm not being that active, honestly. <laughs> I've just been like deep into my research and PhD and stuff, mm. dissertation stuff. So I'm not being that punk rock girl that I really am. But okay. you know, I'm working on a few. The punk names. rock girl that was printing out Dawson Creek posters in her library. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Wearing a little choker and like all these mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. bangles on. Mm-hmm. Yep. I see That's it. Cool. I can see it. All right, guys. And please, please, please follow the show and support the show. Leave us a review, please. Yeah. I mean, it helps others. Like when they go to Apple and they type in and just like that, do you want them finding the official record with Michael Patrick King first, or do you want them hearing us first? Yeah. I say us. Yeah. I say us. So yeah, leave a review if you can guys. It it really, in all seriousness, it does help people find us. And we really appreciate that. There's a lot of in just like that podcast out there. So we're trying to, you know, get in that conversation and stay tuned for Amanda and I continuing our yellow jackets rewatch, which has been a lot of fun. And Stephanie and I hanging out on the ranch, the Dutton Ranch. (laughs) So if you're a fan of Yellowstone, head on over. All right, Leslie, thank you so much. And thank you, everybody. We'll see you soon. Bye.